0: Uh, I said fuck on the air one time. <laughs> uh oh. I was talking about I think Tool was coming to Gainesville or something, or they had a new album coming out, and it was like it was like three in the morning, Oof. and uh. I was like, yeah, you know, Tool, they fucking rock, and I was like,
1: <gasps>
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> whoops,
2: <laughs> whoops, the daisies. Nobody called. Mm-mm. You didn't use that for an air check, obviously. No one fucking listened.
0: <laughs> so here on Adlib, we have a special guest today.
1: Yeah. She's usually
0: our producer, but today, she's one of the talent.
1: Hello. It's
0: Brianna. She's a special producer, but she's a special guest today. Thank uh,
1: you. I'm glad to be here.
0: Yash is like the Dirk Bentley song "Somewhere on a Beach." Uh, so he'll be calling in sometime. You know, sometime in
2: the in the time. Is that the name of that song? I thought it was "Sorry, Son of a Bitch." Hmm. Is it? I don't know. I just, I just made that up because I wanted to say it.
0: So, Brianna, what's going on with you lately?
1: Not much. I had two photo shoots yesterday, which Bri- was fun.
0: Brianna is a photographer for real estate. What say? Give us the name of your company and your website.
1: Storybook Home Photography. It is www.storybookhomephotography.com.
0: All right. Hmm. Thanks for the www. We, we,
1: wouldn't have,
2: we, would, <laughs> we never would have found your site right? if, if you hadn't told never. us that. Do the houses smile? I mean, do you have them pose and stuff? Do you go? Yeah. Okay. little... <laughs> two-story job <laughs> give me a wink and a smile i especially
1: love uh photographing vacant houses because then i get to write the descriptions that say come see all the beige walls
2: oh,
0: nice. <laughs> do, you, uh, do you ever go walk into a house and kind of like fear for your life
1: yeah yeah i do <laughs> Sometimes, really? I, you know, it's funny because realtors are always late to everything. I don't understand it. Every single one of them. That's yeah. true. And uh, I always get there before they do. And they're just like, go ahead, go in the house, you know. And I'm just like, ah, no, I don't know no, these people. No. That's
0: weird. Yeah, and
1: I made that mistake yesterday. And I go into the house before the realtor gets there. And it's a 45-year-old single dude that just kept hitting on me for 30 minutes until the realtor got there.
2: <laughs> Was he, uh, like, eating pizza and wearing boxer shorts? or?
1: No. Um, oh, so it wasn't me then. He told me I looked like a, a woman out of an American. <laughs> American classic movie. What?
2: You're listening to Ad Lib, a podcast for the advertising nerd in
3: you. Recorded and produced at Pushbutton Productions in downtown Orlando. Pushbuttonproductions.com. Let's see what's in store for you today.
0: So today on the show, I'm going to be talking about not a campaign like I usually do. Oh, no. But this actually piqued my interest because it drives me nuts all the bullshit articles on Facebook Uh, you'll never believe what Brian Walker did today click Uh, here to find out so I'm just I'm over it I mean they've been they've been out for for years and Facebook tried to um, squash it a couple of years ago it didn't work, so they're they're trying it again. So oh good. Uh, so yeah, so we're gonna talk about that for for a little bit.
2: Excellent. I thought we'd talk about uh, something sticky, um, very specifically post-it notes. They have a new campaign that I think is fascinating, and I would call it making lemonade out of lemons. Right.
1: So I am going to talk about how Sprite was offensive, and I'm also going to talk about <laughs> the world's biggest asshole.
0: All right. Hmm. Boy, there
2: are many candidates for that.
3: Speaking of, is Yash on the line? Yes. speaking yes. of the
2: world's biggest am going to talk
3: about. I'm going to talk about lying in a beach chair.
0: Uh, <laughs> I said you're you're doing the Dirks Bentley song. You're somewhere on a beach.
3: Oh yeah. Please don't <laughs> disclose my location. I don't need screaming fans interrupting
2: my uh, my beach vacation. You don't need more stalkers than you already have. That's true.
3: All that, plus useless commentary and tasteless jokes on Adlib. Here are John, Yash, and Brian.
0: Yash, what kind of uh, craziness are you up to, up to out there?
3: Ooh, oh, it's so much craziness. It's negative ions everywhere, as Brian would say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How's the weather? Is it Man. raining? No. Uh, so I booked this week's vacation, which was supposed to be, you know, whatever, with my family. And. Uh, whatever. Right. And they all uh, they all uh, came up here last Saturday and I was coming up on Thursday, this Thursday. So the uh, as I'm boarding the plane, literally like as I'm getting ready to get on the plane, I'm calling my mom to see how things are going. And she's like, well, three of us here are sick. And by the way, it's gonna rain the rest of the week. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Why am I getting on this plane right now?" You
0: should have been in the movie The Secret, but the opposite of like what you're supposed the to. Opposite
3: do. The opposite of Secret. But you know what? I got here. Everybody's everybody's feeling better, and it hasn't rained once.
0: Oh, so maybe you brought you brought all the positivity with you. That's you, what
2: I do. I bring positivity and light
3: <laughs> everywhere I go.
2: The beaches up in that just, part of the country are I just so pretty.
3: Rainbows and sprinkles everywhere I go, and, <laughs> and,
2: and unicorns. Uh,
0: well, hey, I got mm-hmm. something that uh, you and I always make fun of, Yash. So, uh, sure, take a listen. Cargo,
3: um, cargo shorts. Fa-
0: <laughs> that actually would have been a great. Maybe we'll save that for next week. Uh, yeah, but, I love uh, cargo shorts, dude.
3: <laughs> I'll, I'll talk about it right now. We we'll have to wait for ah, no and flip ah.
0: So, uh, so Facebook is actually going after uh, clickbaiters.
2: Those things are so okay, good, friggin' annoying.
0: You'll never believe what Yash did on the beach. Uh, oh God,
1: Scandalous.
0: So they they went through <clears throat> Facebook employees. This sounds like a fun job, by the way. If anybody ever makes fun of what we do, uh, they went through tens of thousands of headlines categorizing them as clickbait or not. And they came up with an algorithm that will systematically determine if a news story is suspect as soon as it's uploaded to the site. So as soon as it gets uploaded, it can get flagged for clickbait. And so basically what uh, Facebook is going to do is they're going to limit how often uh, those stories can be seen in your news feed. Uh, they basically tried to do this in 2014, and yeah. it didn't freaking work. <clears throat> so Obviously. so <laughs> Obvi. So they're doing it again. Um, so, basically, a clickbait is uh, a headline that would we uh, withhold crucial information or create misleading expectations for the reader. So, in 2014, they tried to track who clicked on an article and quickly came back to the site. So, basically, if you click this article and it's bullshit and you go back to Facebook, that's a flag that says, you know, this is BS. So, what they're going to do is <clears throat> now with this new algorithm, they're going to punish you temporarily. But if you change your ways, you can, you can come back. So... They're not going to punish you. You know, you don't have to <clears throat> fold your company and uh, and then start a new one. So basically they said, you know, hey, stop doing this shit. Post. You know, it's
3: so
2: g-. annoying. Yeah. It's yeah. so obnoxious. Well, and then when you actually click on those, you go to those pages, there's like three words. I mean, it's obviously designed so that you have to go through like 10 pages to actually see the entire Right, shirt. you have to so click get next. 10 pages of stupid ads. <laughs> <laughs> what's, Today was – oh, nope, got to click on the next page. The first day of – oh, nope, got to click on the next page. What's grinding Brian's gears today? <laughs> everything. Uh, I'm just
0: surprised it's taken this long, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's such it's such BS. I mean, I, th- I feel like it's the stuff that they're going to make fun of 30 years from now, these these kinds of articles. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, hey, everyone,
2: you do see some good stuff.
3: I have to admit that. I feel like in 30 years, <laughs> people are going to make fun of the fact that we had cords attached to everything. Like I feel like once they figure out how to get things to all work wirelessly, they're gonna be like, "What do you mean your TV was hooked into things?" And what do you mean, like, your computer had wires all over it? Like, oh, like,
0: like how iPhone is going away from, uh, from head, like headphones, headphones yeah. with a with a
3: jack. Yeah, yeah. I feel like like kids in 30 years are gonna be like, "Oh yeah, you were on when." You had, like, messes of cables everywhere.
0: So when you go to an antique store, there'll just be RCA cables and coax. And... There kind of are now. <laughs> HDMI cables <laughs> hanging up. And we'll be like, I remember when I paid $50 for that cable.
3: Yeah, exactly.
1: Speaking about the headphone And they'll be jack. like,
3: what's
0: a dollar? <laughs> yeah. Well, what, what do you got, Brian? What Anna? about
1: headphones? Speaking about the headphone jack with iPhone, uh, I've seen that there is wireless uh, earbuds now. Yes. So I feel like yeah. it's going to go towards that.
0: They, uh, you're, you're speaking of your cord is banging up against the, (laughs) is banging up against the thing. Um, yeah, that's the thing. Can we seriously talk about, go ahead. That's the thing, Brianna. They're actually, iPhone is doing away with the Bluetooth, or doing away with these headphones. Mm -hmm. And it's just, there's no headphone jack anymore. It's just going to be Bluetooth on the, on the new ones. Fascinating. So. Which is going to be a pain in the ass when you're like, you know?
2: Yet another reason they can charge you eight hundred bucks for your phone.
0: So you're, if you're going somewhere and your battery runs out on your yeah. uh, on your headphones, you're effed
3: because. Yeah, but know. it is great to exercise without a cord because that cord constantly gets in the way.
0: Yeah, you're just going to have to plan to make sure your shit's charged.
2: You don't listen to the lovely sounds of nature, the crashing waves, and the seagulls?
3: Not when I'm working out. <laughs>
0: So that's what I have. It's quick and uh, quick and fast and easy. So. So can we seriously talk about cargo shorts? <laughs> because <laughs> you're gonna piss Brian off again. I, love cargo I have shorts. had,
3: I have had three articles in my newsfeed in the last 24 hours all deriding <laughs> cargo shorts, and I, it's funny because Brian and I had this conversation last week, and just like a sort of very casual like, <laughs> oh yeah, I think cargo shorts are out of style now and whatever, and then suddenly it's like everywhere like everybody's talking about how, there's like, a there's a war on cargo shorts there's a war on cargo shorts i don't understand why i mean i still have two or three pairs but damn
2: where else can why you wear hate? like half a pair of pants and still carry everything you need to carry <laughs> it's like a mom purse but for men <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i feel like brian would know why
3: why cargo shorts were invented or cargo pants were invented
2: they're typically uh, my understanding of uh, my bet would be the it's military and for exactly that reason, they, they, uh, particularly with, with paratroopers during World War II. They needed to be able to carry as much crap as they possibly could when they jumped out of a plane because they didn't know the next time they were going to be near a supply truck. Well,
3: <laughs> uh, yeah. According to the article I read, it had more to do with people flying the planes because they couldn't reach around to their back pockets and they didn't have a lot of storage compartments in the planes.
2: Well, that could be. Yeah. So they needed,
3: they needed front and side pockets in order to be able to carry. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, in essence,
0: yeah. Either way, I'm guessing it's
2: some sort of military origin, and it's very utilitarian, obviously. They weren't really meant to be a fashion statement, per se. (laughs) Relationships
0: around the country are being tested by cargo shorts. (laughs) Loosely cut shorts with large pockets sewn into the sides. Men who love them say they're comfortable and practical for summer. Exactly. Detractors say they've been out of style for years, deriding them as bulky, uncool, and just flat-out ugly. In recent days, the
2: debate has engulfed the nation. (laughs) They will never go out of style. <laughs> Hell with anybody who says they will. I Those recently, are the people who will be losing had... their phones and their keys and all that crap, and mine will be safely tucked in some pocket somewhere.
0: Here's, here's, an... <laughs> here's,
2: here's another no, in, nice pair. The...
3: Okay.
2: We're looking at pairs of cargo oh, nice shorts.
3: <laughs> so back in the early 2000s, I used to be the guy that would carry like an a amount of things and it's like so much so that like the pockets would bang around my knees you know what i mean yeah because it was just like like back in the day when you could like remove the face of your stereo from your car and carry it with you so (laughs) people people would (laughs) you know i mean i would tuck that in there i had glasses i had all sorts of crap in these pockets see uh, exactly made the investment and i call it an investment uh by design uh they they invested in like newer shorts that are not cargo you know they're just like more modern and i feel like i feel like now when i see cargo shorts they look like a sloppy mess
2: (laughs) yeah but now all you can carry in your shorts is like two pennies
1: (laughs) but
3: but see okay it's kind of like when we redesigned that kitchen you know when we had the old kitchen there was all these cabinets and there was all this garbage everywhere and the kitchen was constantly a mess and now that we've like opened that kitchen up and limited it like, you just, you're just you more picky about what you carry, is what I'm saying. Absolutely. So like, I only carry the things <clears throat> that I really need. That's why you walk should... Around.
0: That's why Yash should drive a car with only one seat in it and nothing else. I really yeah.
2: should. <laughs> so... Because it's certainly not fit for passengers, anyway. Uh, what well, do I have now? No. Brian, what do you got today? <laughs> I have, uh, as I said in the teaser, we're going to talk about something sticky. Ooh. Calm down, Yash. <clears throat> um... Post-it notes. Do you remember Post-it notes? Josh invented them. You know, three. Three M, that big company up there. A fascinating thing happened. They were, you know, their, their sales were um, were struggling a little bit, and this is, I think, a classic example of how a company is able to recognize an opportunity, how to make lemons out of uh, or lemonade out of lemons, so to speak. So they were worried that that the younger generation is using, you know, obviously they're they're digital and they think they're making notes in their phone and and, and like everything is online. But they dug up this study from 2007. People are 42% more likely to complete a task if they've handwritten the note to themselves, reminding themselves to do it. The study was called The Impact of Commitment, Accountability, and Written Goals on Goal Achievement. And that's the premise of this new campaign called Make It Stick, which is kind of cute, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they're basically saying, hey, if you really want to do this stuff and remember to do this stuff or whatever, even if you're a millennial, write it down. It says, um, (laughs) writing by hand is, I think this is part of their press release, writing by hand is still an important feature of young people's learning styles. 85% 85% of Gen Z members learn best when using a mix of digital and non-digital tools, and 81% would feel restricted if they could only work on digital devices. So anyway, based on this, they came up with this Make It Stick campaign, and I guess we'll find out if they sell any more Post-it notes and like stuff that you can stick to your refrigerator and your desk and your forehead or whatever if you want <laughs>
1: Well, I think to go with that, you know, talking about the learning styles that you can learn through um, hearing, through seeing, and through doing. And through doing, it's it's called kinesthetic learning. Yeah, yeah, And And a lot of people learn that way by doing something with their hands. So handwriting yeah. something, you, it'll make it stick. Yeah. yeah Plus there's
0: sense. nothing more satisfying than scratching through your uh, item right. that right. you had to do and then uh, verbally saying done. That's always yeah. good.
2: Um, yeah. I it used to be a Post-it note guy. It wasn't out of control, but I'd stick them on my – the face of my computer or on my desk or something like that and you know I thought it worked I got away from it I'm now I'm tempted to get back I'm glad you brought that up because the whole thing with post-it notes that <laughs> kind of drives me nuts
3: is the fact that you end up just collecting a, just a pool of post-it notes all over your monitor and your desk, and it just gets
2: unruly. You write yourself a note and saying, in- be sure to check your other post-it notes.
3: <laughs> which I'm sure you guys noticed that lately I've I've favored the more, which I know is super duper hipster and whatever, but I've favored the little notebook, the carrying around the little notebook with a pen. Yeah. It's just a lot cleaner than having notes <laughs> everywhere.
2: Yeah. Right. But it's still writing stuff down. Yeah.
0: So, uh Branna, do you do you write notes into your into your phone? Like do you type into your into your notepad or do you actually write stuff down?
1: Um I do both. Um yeah. you know, it's funny cuz on my phone there's a little to-do list feature and uh, you can write something on or type it on there and then when you're done with that task, you can click a button to scratch it off. Which oh, really? It's kind of cute. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So, were, Brian, were their sales tanking? Is that kind of like where this came from?
2: Yeah, they were feeling it. I'm just trying to look through the stuff. Uh, they actually did have to um, downgrade their sales expectations, I guess, for second quarter of this year. Yeah. But this mm-hmm. campaign includes it looks like two TV spots and an online documentary. I can't actually imagine watching an online Ooh. documentary. Um, but you know, so that that's the next thing we'll see is that does this have an impact? Um, you know and who knows I think the idea is good whether people actually start buying post-it notes more than they have been who knows
0: actually you know what uh, we didn't actually do uh, my pathetic life uh, in the beginning but Brian actually isn't going to have to drive 3,000 miles this weekend so he's uh, he's actually feeling pretty good about that I think
2: yeah. Oh yeah I'm very happy about that What was I doing Oh so she's coming to she moved away she's coming to Orlando for her birthday having a big party and she convinced me that we should go watch the sunrise on the coast, which is about an hour's drive from here. And I'm like, that's cool. And then we would go have breakfast at at one of our favorite places after that. And that's cool. We've done this a few times before. And it's not like it's a romantic thing. We've been friends for a long time. And we just go do it because we both love the coast and sunrises and breakfast at grills because who wouldn't love all that stuff? But then I realized that her flight was the same day. So pretty much, it's like... Yeah, this is what I asked you to do because you're my friend. I want you to stay up all night, possibly after a few adult beverages, then drive to the beach 50 miles away, <laughs> then have breakfast possibly with a couple of adult, uh, other adult beverages, and then drive me back to the airport 50 miles away. And then you would probably go back to the beach. Back to the beach. Yep. So uh, when I realized that happened, and I and I, I complained politely. <laughs> she. Uh,
0: Can you walk us through how you gently
2: broached this subject? I was like, how, it, how when I <laughs> gently was... When I agreed to this, I had no fucking idea it was the same night as your party. Uh, So she extended her rent-a-car, and she's going to drive herself back while I stay at the
0: beach. Oh, that's nice. Because otherwise, we would definitely not have seen you on Monday. I have a... I have a strong intuition about these sorts of things. Well, you know,
2: when you're having a beach day, it should involve more beaching than driving. That's just one of my general rules.
0: Well, yeah, because you're not the most passive
2: driver. No. Uh, and so... That's half the reason for going to the beach, is to relax from the frustration of driving there. The homicidal impulses that come up every time you, uh... Get into an
0: automobile? Yeah. Jesus. So...
2: Once again, flying south to come north. <laughs> <laughs> Tuesday.
0: Cool, very nice. Well, I uh, <clears throat> this past weekend I was in the Keys. I got to sit on a private like beach section uh, and just sit there with a yeti full of Captain Morgan and Coke. and uh, just literally sit there and enjoy that. And then at night there's no night there's no noise uh, light pollution out there. So you can just sit out there and watch the stars. And I downloaded the Stargazer app, which would tell me where all the constellations and planets were. That was pretty awesome. And then I did, a, awesome. high, I did a high-speed jet ski tour, uh, and that was fantastic from a guy who looked just like the drummer of the Foo Fighters, uh, Taylor Hawkins. Oh, wow. And then I found out later his name was Tyler. I was like, are you fucking with me? Do not fuck with me. Because uh, we'll do a drum-off right now.
3: I've got another Erectree to spank. <laughs> exactly. I have a feeling that you'd more you'd do more than drum a off <laughs> Maybe I would. Maybe I did.
0: <laughs> i'll never tell we were in the gulf of mexico that's all i'm gonna say doesn't um, count got to see a it was uh,
2: engulfed Ooh. Ooh.
0: got to see a house uh that's owned by anheuser bush uh which i'm pretty sure i own like a quarter of it
2: augie bush was hanging out
0: yeah i think so and then uh um so yeah that was fantastic it's first time going back to the keys in like six years so it was uh it was long
2: overdue and i was really happy to be back speaking of long Every time you don't you you forget how long that drive is. Dude, it's crazy, <laughs> and the traffic was. It was mini
0: season for you know. It's so it's lobster season, and they only open it up for a few days. That's why it's called mini season. And so um, yeah, everyone and their freaking brother was down there, and I of course I took the wrong road to get to the keys, <laughs> and then once I got to the keys, it was just as bad as the damn road that I took to get there. So we stopped in Isla Morada, had dinner and a couple of adult beverages to relax the nerves. And then from there, it was a nice drive to Marathon, which is where we were staying. So we had windows down, sunroof back. Uh, and then uh, it was just – this resort was just this really cool – like it's been there since the mid-century. Uh, you know, it was right there on the water. Uh, the the pool was perfect. The water was perfect. The, the scenery was perfect. It was uh, – was everything that you need in a Key West vacation. So
2: I haven't been in a long time, and I would like to go, but I will just never forget that feeling after driving forever, and you finally get to, like, Homestead, south of Miami, and mm-hmm. then you're, like, you start to, you can feel that you're about to hit US 1 and all that, and then, you're like, if you're going to Key West, then you're like, oh, we still have four hours to go <laughs> <laughs> on, on, like, a two-lane road. where Two-lane road. Holy crap, if somebody e- even gets a flat tire, you're, you're hanging out and making a picnic. Yes, the, you are. On the seven-mile bridge.
0: And they now have, like, signs up that'll tell you, in, major incident ahead, you know, better pull over and get a beer. Yeah, set up your tent and hang yeah. out <laughs> for a while. Pretty much. So, <laughs> Brianna, what do you got?
1: So, Coca-Cola's Sprite ads where uh, the the campaign is called hashtag brutally refreshing. But it was actually brutally sexist.
2: Brutally. Now, where did these air? So. And amazingly. <laughs> these... In sexist ads, to use the word brutal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's part of a campaign.
1: So these were in <laughs> Ireland, and they were um, they were digital, like internet ads, yeah. uh, display Dice ads. Dice Clay, come
2: up with this campaign?
1: <laughs> I think so. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that Andrew Dice Clay advertising agency. Um, So, you know, a couple of the things state, she's seen more ceilings than Michelangelo. Hashtag brutally refreshing. (laughs) Uh, Another
2: (laughs) Maybe she was a painter? Uh, Yeah. Another one
1: says, you're not popular, you're easy. Wow. Another one says, a two at ten is a ten at two.
0: Now, this is aimed at...
1: This was put on um, an Irish men's lifestyle website. Okay. Yeah. And so a lot of people were up in arms about this, and they were tweeting, and they were like, seriously, at Sprite, need to revise your internal policies. This isn't brutally refreshing. It is brutally offensive. (laughs) So, you know, Coca-Cola comes out, and they're like, we're sorry. Um, We're
2: sorry. Yeah.
1: And then they're like (laughs) –
2: Keep drinking this sweet bubbly shit anyway.
1: And they give this, this bullshit excuse, and they're like, it was intended to provide an edgy but humorous take on a range of situations. So whatever that means.
2: <laughs> We're going to be as vague as possible. Yeah. And apologize. The next so, campaign is, it's not rape if you only say no once.
1: Yeah, so uh, they've since <laughs> right. taken these yeah. ads down.
0: Wow. Yeah. What do you think about those, Yash? Ah! <laughs>
3: kind of funny, but I, would <laughs> I wouldn't run that in advertising.
0: I mean,
1: what does it even have to do with Sprite? I don't see the correlation here.
3: No,
0: it's uh, that has
2: nothing to do no. with that. I've... I mean, I kind of get it based on the target audience, but but still, it's just not, uh, like, I just don't see how anybody anywhere other than possibly the janitor thought you could get away with that in this day and age. I, I just yeah, don't. Right. No. That, yeah. That's incredibly poor judgment. All
1: right, and then uh, I also have another one. And this is uh, a campaign by Donate Life, and it is called the world's biggest asshole. And uh, it it, it (laughs) is there are so many candidates, right? It's a spot, (laughs) and it has this guy. uh, His name is Sweeney. And it kind of just shows him going about his day. And he does a bunch of different asshole things. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, it's Halloween. Kids come to his door trick or treating. He opens the door. He has a bottle of whiskey in his hand and he starts taking candy from the kids and then slams the door in their face. He's driving down the road and he pees in a a beer bottle and throws it out the window and it hits somebody. (laughs) And, you know, there's a. I like him already. That
2: describes the people next to me on I 4 every day. (laughs)
1: Uh, You know, there's another thing where uh, there's a lady helping an elderly person across the street and he's honking at them get out of my way wow, you know, like you're not it. going fast enough so this this guy is just an asshole right but then it shows him at a, at a restaurant and he's arguing with the waitress over the amount of the food and it's like $1.99 for some fries and he's arguing about it all of a sudden he has a brain aneurysm and he dies and it talks about how um, the, the waitress she pulls out his wallet to get some identification and realizes that this guy is actually an organ donor and then it shows shows how an asshole can become a hero <laughs> in <Wow>. death. <laughs> and then it shows all That's of sweet. the lives that he saved with his organs and how even an asshole can save lives.
0: I like that. Who's behind that? Do we know? Or do um, we know what? So it's just the the organ donor, uh, found the organ donation wow. found, foundation or something? It was
1: for Donate Life and it was, uh, the campaign was by the Martin Agency.
0: Oh, oh okay. Yeah, they're good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. yeah, it was great. I like that. How many is it? A campaign is it, or is it just one spot? Or um,
1: I only saw one spot on here.
0: Okay, yeah, we'll have to uh, post that to the show notes mm-hmm. and, so people can check that out. Yeah, that's really good. good. I like that. That's fascinating. That's cool.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's something that that would resonate with people. It's. I think it's a little edgy for. You right. know, typically when it, when it's medical slash organ donation kind of stuff, they they tend to be safe with that. But I'm okay with not being safe. I bet. I feel like
0: they. I feel like they have to really stand out because they've been preaching it for years, right. and I'm sure there's a, a low percentage of people who are organ organ donors, and they probably said, you know what, it's time to, it's time to kind of. Step out of this. Right. We'll
1: see. Here it says that they were trying to target millennial men, and the uh, the article states the Martin agency felt one of the best ways to capture the attention of young men in the U.S. was through a bit of crude humor and (laughs) crass language. You want to get interested? Talk about assholes. What
3: they're trying to say is that they think that all millennial men are assholes. (laughs) (laughs) And they
0: drink Sprite.
1: (laughs) Yes, they do. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Wow, I like it. I like it. That's awesome. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. We have limited time. Let's do this game. Let's knock it out.
1: All right. So the game is another bit of true or false. Okay. All right. Yash, so... do you want to
0: play or do you want me and Brian just to do it?
1: Uh, I'll Stick
3: around. we got a few minutes. All right. All right.
1: All right. So number one, Skittles came out with a black and white packaging and all white Skittles to celebrate gay pride this year. Because you know their thing is taste the rainbow.
3: Yeah. Mm. Hmm. I feel like white supremacists would have loved that. <laughs> so
2: I'm gonna say I'm gonna say false. I think it's that. I think it's false too. It sounds. I. Yeah, it just sounds too weird to be true.
0: All right. Well you guys go false and I'm gonna go true to try to get myself out of this let's see where we let's see where we go.
1: Alright, it is true. Yes. The uh, <laughs> the campaign was just in London, uh, it was in the UK, and um, their whole idea behind it was, you know, we're all one. You know, we're all you know one monochrome kind of color. Yeah, we're know? all
2: white. We're all white.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. It was just like an everybody's equal kind okay. of a take I like on it. it. Yeah. Fascinating. I like it. All right, so next one.
2: I didn't know they had Skittles in England, what the hell do I know?
1: Yeah. So Burger King goes by the name King of Burgers in Australia because the restaurant named Burger King was already taken.
3: I'm gonna say false. Given that uh, everything in Australia is backwards, I'm
2: gonna say probably true. I feel like, I wonder if they serve like kangaroo burgers or wallaby burgers or something, that would be pretty cool. Um, I feel like that might be true because, you know, Australia's been around a long time since the uh, the Brits first shipped their prisoners over there.
0: The Aborigines have been around for a
2: while. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah.
1: Funny. All right, so it is false. But yes! It, but Come it on. is true. They suck. Oh. <laughs> it is true that Burger King was already taken, and they do go by a different name.
2: Uh, what what do you guys trick. think
1: the different name is?
2: Burger Queen.
1: Yeah? What do, what do you think, John?
2: Oh, there's probably Dairy Queen over there. Uh, wait, wait, is this a...
3: Hey, do you get, like, a two-per a, a if you get this right? No. A, double you or know. nothing?
0: Blank? No, you don't. <laughs> Screw oh, you. Stop trying to claw your
3: way back. You suck. I'm going to say it's Prince, Burger Prince. Burger Prince. <laughs> uh, King Burger.
0: King,
2: uh, I don't know. Big Boppin Burger. I don't know.
1: Hungry Jack's.
2: Oh, jeez. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Which is pancakes over Isn't here. Isn't the name of a thing here anyway? Yeah, it's pancakes over here, right? Hungry Jack? Yeah.
1: Oh, is it? i yeah. never heard of it. Um, all right. So the first official paid TV ad was for Wonder Bread's sliced bread. I
3: hmm. I don't. All we, ha- recal- all- I don't re- all we got is square Wonder Bread. <laughs>
0: <Whoa>. <laughs> That's what I say. Get the bread out the bread box. <laughs> um, I'm going to say false because I don't recall. I don't recall hearing about this in my advertising classes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that would have stood out to me.
2: I believe. Wonder Bread is the first company that came up with sliced bread, which led to the expression, you know, the best thing since sliced bread, which uh, I think Betty White is the only one who remembers the, the days before the, that was true. But uh, so I, I think that might be true because I think it was a big deal. Even even if it was bleached, starched, gummy, sort of strange Flour. kind of crappy flour-ish. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's true. You
1: really don't like Wonder Bread, do you? Brian doesn't like a lot of things. I hate everything. (laughs) It's false because I
3: think TV came out after. Uh, Wait, no. TV advertising would have, what, arisen in the 30s and 40s? Maybe then. Actually, you know what? I'm going to change. I'm going to revise my position to true.
1: Okay, it is false. God, I am destroying you guys. <laughs> the first official paid television <laughs> ad was for Boliva watches in 1941. I
2: would not have gotten that one. Boliva, good Lord. I never yeah. would have guessed that in a thousand years.
1: Yeah, and it's funny. The The TV ad was actually just a black and white picture of the United States, and it had a Boliva watch on the front, and it said, America runs on Boliva time. That was wow. it.
0: Fascinating. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very Fascinating. cool. I believe it. I believe we're that's three nothing, fellas. We're sucking wind. <laughs>
3: I believe that's a skunk.
2: I
0: believe that means I won, but let's keep going.
1: (laughs) All right, so adults are exposed to, on average, 180 advertisements per day, per person, across TV, radio, newspapers, magazines, and internet.
0: 180 a day? Yes. I'm going to say that's false because I think it's
2: more. I think it's way more than that. I think it's more than that also. Yeah, false. False.
1: All right, false. It's 360.
2: Ah, You cut it in half. I like that. Wow, All right. the crap we get bombarded with everywhere we go. Yeah, it's
1: a crazy amount of ads to see in one day.
2: Drink Stella Artois. It is.
1: <laughs> All right, next. Artois. Yahoo Artois. stands for people who are revolting in appearance, as quoted in the book Gulliver's Travels. The founders went with this name for their brand because they found themselves to be yahoos.
2: That sounds true to me. You know, that sounds true to me too. Don't you say? Isn't it uh, a Yahoo, not a Yahoo? I've heard, yeah. Yeah, I've heard both.
0: Yeah.
3: Hmm. I hear Yahoo all the
2: time.
0: Yeah. You going to say true on that one, Brian? I think I'm going to... What did you guys say? I said true.
2: I said true. I'm going to say false, damn it, because I'm going <laughs> to lose 4-1 to or whatever. <laughs> it
1: is true.
0: Ah. Man, 5-0 five, five and oh I am on that one. Uh, I will say this. Uh, Yahoo had a TV ad a long time ago, and it was like... I guess it was because of all the shit you could buy off Yahoo, because it was a guy, and, like, it was, like, an Eskimo in in an Igloo, and he was with his family, and then he, like, throws a coat on, and he walks out to, like, grill, and he had, like, this grill outside and, like, all this stuff, and he was, like, just, it was so cold, and he was, like, walking on the ice, and it was just the fun, because he's, like, he was such a, like, a dad bod. You know what I mean? (laughs) It was the funniest shit, and it was on TV for, like, a short amount of time, and I always loved it, and I think that's when they had the, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's. Uh, Audio that, yeah. That took me back on that one. Well, what? guys, I have to go meet the teacher for my son, so I have to call Well, A. I guess
3: that uh, this is it. Yeah. yeah. It's um, A.
0: We are at Adlib Podcast on the tweeters. Yash, what's your uh,
3: name? Uh, at Oh My Yash. And don't forget, of course, you can email us at info at adlibpodcast.com. Yep, yeah, I am at Find John for the Ruff. RSS feed.
0: Yeah, at John Ruff. I am at rock walk. Are you a Twitterer?
1: I am not on Twitter. She's
0: an
3: Instagrammer.
0: You, you yes. want, do you want people to follow you on Instagram?
1: Sure. It's at Anna K. Pollard.
2: All right. She needs more stalkers. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Well, that Gosh, was a both. fun one.
3: Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. yeah. I'll see you all next week. Oh, I'm so glad. Bye. Literally and figuratively. Bye. 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 You've just wasted part of your day listening to this nonsense. AdLib is recorded and produced at Push Button Productions in downtown Orlando. Visit pushbuttonproductions.com. Sign up for the RSS feed and come back for more next week.